Hello, this is your host, Sonata Allison, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day today. So as you can see, we'll be talking about waiting today. But before we get into that, as you guys know, we're going to do some trending episodes so let's see today's trending episodes are episode 44 responding to temptation 86 girl read your word 85 no glory without the cross and 63 safe people so praying over everybody that listened to those episodes so far today i pray that the lord would show you what you're looking for and you would feel comforted by him amen so looking at the analytics next let's see who is listening to the podcast as y'all know i'm always trying to see i don't know what it is with uk i don't know why (laughs) i think i like y'all's accent so that's probably what's doing it to me um but let's see if where you guys are at today oh top three still all right united states kenya and then the uk glad to see you guys are here okay i really am happy about it (laughs) um but yes so as you can see y'all probably rolled your eyes when you saw today's episode this is not going to be an episode about convicting you to wait this is not what this is about this is an episode about how hard it is to do that Um, I think if we were to do a survey of the whole human population one of the most hated words would be wait (laughs) I feel like the one ingredient that fell into the sauce sauce after sin like the power of girls was impatience and obviously God didn't create us with that desire uh, you know, of imperfection, you know, sin enter the chat, but humans can be so impatient. We can also be very selfish. So I think those two things go hand in hand. If we are thinking about our own wants, our own desires, and it doesn't come when we want it to, we'll be frustrated and we don't want to wait. And that causes impatience, right? And, you know, this is obviously including myself as well. And I think this podcast is a huge wait sign. That's literally what this podcast is about wait for sex, wait for marriage, wait for commitment, you know, wait for God, hold your tongue, wait, wait, wait. And, you know, sometimes that gets really hard. So that's what I will be talking about today. And let's get right into it. All righty. So to be completely honest with you guys, I've been having a hard time waiting lately. Um, I was recently triggered and it caused me to be very impatient, caused me to feel rushed caused me to feel like God um, didn't care about my heart or what I wanted. And it really was one of the first times I felt at odds with the Lord. And not to say like, I've never been like, oh, what are you doing, God, or whatever like that. But I don't know, it just maybe maybe it's the first time in a long time, I'll say maybe that I've really felt at odds with the Lord that I had to really like contend with him. And, you know, the funny thing about still being in Christ and knowing that God, you know, is the most just and the most right um, and the most kind and all knowing is that it's me, you know, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. You know, it's kind of a funny place. I'm, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm probably wrong, you know, and I know all things work together for my good. So I know that I serve a loving God, but still in my human body and my human mind, I was still at odds with God. Um, so it's just a fun place to be when you're like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm the problem. <laughs> I'm the one that's not seeing it right. And I think this is a prime example of humans in relationship with God. Even in my wrong, the Lord um, 
was with me still. And even when we both know I'm wrong, my emotions are still valid. He is still the God who sits with us in our anger, even though we're angry against him. And he is still the God who sat with Lazarus's sister while knowing the miracle was right around the corner. He sat with her in her sadness. Can I get an amen? Like, come on. And, you know, this is literally speaking to me as I say it, like the Holy Spirit is speaking through me and to me as we speak. So God is so good. Um, But truly, when we seek, we will find just like Matthew 7, 7 says. So in my rushing time, feeling as though the Lord didn't care about my sadness, he didn't care about my timeline or the pain in my heart. Um, I didn't seek to understand better. I felt like I just wouldn't find the answer because at the same time I was feeling unheard about my man's arrival. You know what I'm saying? Like, where are you? Because he wasn't coming in my own timing. I think it caused me to wonder what is the point of interceding on other people's behalf and on my own in prayer? And I convinced myself that I would just never find the answer to this question, you know, in my heart and I've been here before where I wanted an answer so bad that I convinced myself that I wouldn't find it. So I didn't read my word because I didn't think the answer would be there. Like just saying that out loud is like, girl, at least look. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I I never heard the answer as to why we should continue to intercede on people's behalf. Like I've never heard it preached about or anything like that. So I just thought if I haven't heard it before from people or you know, my pastor, then it's probably not in there. And that just is not true, obviously. And I'll talk to you more about why I say that. But the thing in my head was just basically, if God is going to do whatever he wants to do, right? Why should I continue to intercede on my own behalf or on other people's behalf when I just feel like he's just going to do what he wants? Like at the end of the day, he's all knowing, he's all powerful. So I was at this tough spot where I knew God still cared, but I felt like he didn't. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who felt that. I can kind of feel it in the spirit just now. Like there are other people who have experienced that. And I felt like there are usually those people in your life that you can't stay mad at. You know, like that's how it kind of was with me and the Lord. Like you guys probably know a person like that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure people in marriages can understand what I'm saying. I feel this way with like my best friends, like they anger me sometimes and they annoy me, but I love them too much to stay mad at them. So I find my way, I find myself like still speaking to them and like delighting in their presence, even though my heart is hurt or we're at odds, I still want to be around them. And that's how I felt about the Lord, even though we're kind of at odds on this top, these two topics, I just... I can't not, we're too close, you know, like I still want to talk to them throughout the day. So I just kind of would avoid these, these two things and just like spend my time with him in other ways. And through this time, you know, that's how I was. I would talk to him throughout the day. I would still see small things he would do for me in my day, but I would just avoid praying about my spouse. And it even felt weird praying for others because I really just felt like he, was a parent who's just going to do what he wants to do and my desires and my feelings didn't matter so um I chatted with one of my friends about it and she didn't really have an answer for me and that sucked and then I actually I don't know how this happened but I don't know if I reached out to my friend or she reached out to me but we hadn't talked in a little while one of my college friends and she was like just wanted to catch up and um I told her what was, you know, going on with me and she just asked me and said like, what if 
God's will is that you ask. And (laughs) that blew my mind because my thought process was he going to do whatever he wants to do. But what if what he wants to do is to hear from me? What if what he wants to do is to hear me ask so he can provide it? What if what he wants is for me to have faith in him to respond to that? And when she said, what if he, what if me asking is a part of the will? When I tell you I was ready to cry, that shook me. Like, uh, uh. And this was in response to me saying, like, what is the point of me praying if God is going to do his will anyways, right? So when she said, like, what if it's his will that I asked, that really did blow my mind and gave me the, like, reminded me that we have the beautiful opportunity to be be a part of God's plan for ourselves and for others. Um, Like, Jesus just loves me so much, and he knows my heart, and even if I wouldn't go to his word, he brought the answer to me through my friend, and I usually don't tell people when I'm struggling a lot um, spiritually because I just feel like people can't help me, like, if I can be completely honest with you, like, I'll find it on my own in scripture or in my conversations with the Lord. That's usually how it works. I just go to the Lord. I feel like we have a good enough relationship to where I can just kind of contend with him and figure it out. But this time <laughs> I refuse to go to the scripture. And um, yeah, so he sent he sent it my way. Um, and that just tells you he still wants to answer your prayers even when you don't ask to, you know, that's a whole nother thing. But he knows he knows our hearts and and I think he knew my heart desire to have an answer even though I wasn't going to scripture he was like I'm going to send it to you anyways not us so here it is but because his friend has been growing in her relationship with the Lord she was able to help me and this encouraged me to look for the answers that I needed in scripture and I found them um there were scriptures that spoke directly to what I need to hear which is so funny that I thought oh I'm not going to be able to find it girl <sighs> But I digress. I'm going to give that me some grace. But spoke directly to what I needed to hear. And that just reminds me of the verse that says that we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but in the spiritual realm. And I know the devil was just freaking, he was loving it. <laughs> he was he was delighting in me thinking that I would not find the answer, um, which delayed me to receive it. And you know what? He can kick rocks. He probably would have said now, freaking torture somebody else or whatever um but if you are also struggling with waiting or even with believing in intercessory prayer then i want to share these verses with you the first verse is first john 5 14 through 15 which says and this is the confidence that we have towards him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us and whatever we ask we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. That's beautiful. And if you know the Lord has put something on your heart, or even if you think that it's the Lord's will to do something or to have something, just know that he's heard you. And if it's in his will, it will happen. Period. And this past Sunday, my teacher was, my teacher, my pastor, well, yeah, basically same thing. My pastor was talking about how the Lord gives us things to steward them. We are not the owners of anything on this earth, um, including children and our spouses. And I think that ties in because if something we ask for is in the Lord's will, we can relax and know that it's so, you know, it's like we can put an amen at the end of it and keep moving. Um, When we ruminate and keep checking back and even idolizing things, it starts to feel way less like stewardship and trust. 
and now more like ownership um, and harboring. But also with the verse, you know, it's saying that he hears us and it is so our prayers matter and we have the opportunity to partner with the God of the universe and see how our will matched up with his um, when we see what we ask for coming into an earthly reality. That is beautiful. So you know that the Lord has heard you and that you have matched up with his will. What a beautiful thing to see, like the thing that I desired for myself, God actually desired for me as well. That is so beautiful. And it reminds me of the verse where the Lord is talking to his disciples in John and he says, I'm telling you these things. So when it happens, you know that I, you know, I've, I, I am who I say I am. You know that um, it's me who caused it to happen. And, you know, I, I think that's why he, he places things in our hearts so we can see like this is actually from God, you know, and ugh, he's just so good to us. So the second verse is James 5.16, which says, therefore, sorry, let me say that better. James 5.16, which says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Like, come on, y'all. This is a direct answer to the question I had that I was convinced I would not get. Look, look at that. I literally thought, oh, it wouldn't be in scripture. A direct answer. I think sometimes we really do forget our authority on earth. Like there are things that we know at, at sometimes and for whatever reason, you know, as humans, we get distracted and we um, don't meditate on things that we need to continue to meditate on and we forget them. Like we have authority on this earth. You know, definitely the will of the Lord will be done regardless, right? But due to sin, it doesn't just happen immediately as it would before the fall when we were in perfect relationship with the Lord. So on this side of sin, because we were in Christ, but still in a sinful world um, that is ruled by the devil, we get to be a part of God's will in a different way. Um, I think it's even cooler this way where like we can see the effect that we're having in the world uh, as Christ's righteous people, we have a different relationship with God than others do. Like, that's awesome. We get to have a different relationship with God than others do. That is the re- reality because Christ chose us and gave us the free gift of the gospel. And that is why our prayers are different. That is why our prayers are different. Because we are in Christ, we can learn God's character and we are in the sanctification process of becoming more like Christ so we can pray prayers that align with God's will and make things happen in this realm that is so powerful and we might not hear him directly like Moses did every time or even in general you may never hear God's voice in that way you know or or like the prophets did but there were even times that they had to rely on who they knew God was and the authority they knew they had the authority he gave them when they didn't have direct instructions and the verse says the righteous person's prayers has great power as it is working and I just imagine like just seeing it it's working it is working just because we can't see it it is still working and it has great power that should energize you to pray for others even more we have power um, but to also intercede on your own behalf for the things that you would hope to see in your own life because if your prayers have great power 
as they're working in others' lives, they also have great power to work in yours. And the devil would love for me to believe that my prayers are pointless. And the devil would love for you to believe that your prayers are pointless. But that is just not true. And if you're in a place where you feel like the Lord is not bringing you a desire in a timely matter, and if that specific thing is a spouse, then I encourage you to pray for him instead of praying for his arrival. And this is for literally anything that you do desire. Um, Even if you're in marriage and you feel like there is something lacking in your relationship, pray for that person. And don't pray only that things would change now. Pray for who you want them to be. Pray for the man that you see that they can be or the woman that you see that they can be and not necessarily for the time of arrival. And I think, you know, sometimes the Lord does honor that where you say, you know, by next June, please allow this thing to happen. And that thing does happen. Um, But I think in, in times of hardship where you're like, I just want it to happen now, I think it's helpful to just take a step back and just pray for the thing. So praying for his safety, praying for his heart, um, for the people that are in his life to be a godly man or to be a godly woman, Um, praying for their relationship with their family, praying that he is in a job that feeds his heart and his calling, praying that he has a good day, like small things like that too. And, you know, just praying that he feels loved by God. These are the things that we can focus on that allow us to grow excitement but also prepare for our future his arrival will be in the time that God wants it to be if we spend too much time thinking about a time frame it can cause misery and it can really be pointless you know like God wants like God knows when he will send that person for you he knows he already knows if that person exists he knows when they will arrive in your life he already knows that so you don't need to focus on that you don't that's not for you that's for the Lord. And that brings us back to him being in ownership. Like we are only stewards of these people. The Lord owns him and he is fully capable of sending him when he wants to and how he wants to. But what you can do is pray for that person or pray for that job environment or pray for that blessing and the specific and intricate de- details of them. Bring them to the Lord's feet. And also praying that you would see God's beauty and that your heart would be drawn to know Christ more and to be all in on him. So, and and then also like remembering, oh, I can't remember the verse, but it basically talks about how the, the things that are what we're living for that are going to be with us for eternity are the things that are unseen. So just asking the Lord, allow me to focus on the things that are unseen and as I was reminded of that verse lately, it's like, <laughs> I can't even focus on my man. I'm not, he's not even spending eternity. He might be in, in heaven, you know what I'm saying, with me, but we're not going to be married in heaven. I'm going to be married to Christ. Like my main goal is going to be to praise the Lord. And I do think that we'll still be in relationship with people that were in relationship here because I don't think God wastes relationship like that, but it will definitely be very different. So I want my heart to be set on honoring Christ and remembering that that is my ultimate goal, my ultimate relationship and just asking the Lord um, to allow me to balance my love for him and my love for my future spouse or the person that I want to be with. So I hope this episode episode helps you see that you're not alone in the wait and that God sees you and he hears you and he wants good and perfect things for you. That is in the Bible. He wants good and perfect for you. And sometimes they will come now 
or in a time that's comfortable for you. And sometimes you will have to wait. All right. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Remember, uh, you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. And remember, guys, remember to speak the truth in love. Kiss the sun. And I'll see you guys soon. Bye.